Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Nationally, crises have dominated our news cycles recently, both the evacuations in Afghanistan and the devastation of Hurricane Ida, not to mention the rise in COVID-19 hospitalizations. These have all drawn our collective attention. But what about when we face crises personally? Specifically, what about a crisis pregnancy, which affects us not just not just physically, but also emotionally and certainly spiritually. Where can women and even men turn when life takes a sudden turn like that? Mary Stoltz is a nurse at Lakes, Lakes Life Care Center in Forest Lake, and she's with us to talk about services and options available to couples who are facing a crisis pregnancy. Mary, welcome. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for having me here. I'm so delighted to chat with you about this. Wonderful. I'm glad that you're on the program. Glad that you are excited, too. So t- why don't you start us out, Mary, by telling us how you came to be involved with Lakes Life Care Center. Oh my gosh, that would be a journey of a lifetime. I've been on this journey since I was a child. I grew up in a a pro-life family. I heard um, from the pulpit, wonderful priests, things like that. And I remember when I was 12 years old, my father said, Mary, abortion has been made legal in this country. And And I was devastated. I'm 60 years old right now, so I have been involved in this for for so many years, I don't ever remember not being involved. When a friend of mine, a nurse friend of mine, um, was killed in a plane crash when I was old, I had two little children at home, I said to my neighbor, I said, Karen, what could I do? I could do so much more. And and she said, would you like to help out at the Life Care Center? And that was 30-some years ago. So (laughs) God has led me on this journey. It's been his doing. Amen. Wow. Um, well, continuing on in that same vein, then, um, what tell us what components of caring for women that you are really, I mean, I, I can assume that after 30 years, you, you've seen a lot of things. Oh, Any particular yeah. aspects that you're really passionate about and that you really like to get involved with? Well, you know, um, like I said, we, you know, we, we, like you said at the very beginning, we see women and men who are in a, in a crisis situation and reaching out to them wherever they're at and loving them and, and helping them not to feel frightened that, yes, you can do this. And we give them a very, a very concrete, practical way to walk through this. And so I'm very passionate about, um, I do ultrasounds and STI testing, and I'm very passionate about helping women to make that connection and their, their partner to make that connection to their baby to understand, my gosh, this is a human life. This is growing inside of me. And the awe and the wonder it's, you know, doing ultrasounds has been an amazing kind of experience because you really get to introduce them to their baby and you get them to um, connect and bond with their child. And that, that's huge because this is a very, very, like you said, a very scary time. Um, so we do a lot of education. When a woman comes in, she meets with us. Well, she'll meet with the, you know, director of client services and they'll walk through with her, you know, and kind of find out the stresses and the areas of difficulty and what's, you know, are the abortion vulnerable, um, what, what's going on in their lives. And we do the same thing, but then I add on a different layer of education and, and trying to find out um, just where they're at and, and just helping them to not be scared and to say, we're going to stay with you, because we will. We will walk with them through this process. We will stay with them, and, they, and even after we have classes, you know, for parenting, we've got classes for after the baby is born, and they meet with a counselor usually every week. So, um, you know, we've got baby items, all these different things. So they're not alone. And when they come and leave us, <laughs> it's so funny, they'll, they'll say things to us like, oh, my gosh, you guys are so different than Planned Parenthood. <laughs> That's a huge compliment. Yeah. And they'll, they'll want to hug us because, because they, they don't feel scared anymore. 
Um, but I have, you know, I have other passions besides that. One of my biggest passions is, you know, we're helping the woman in that crisis, but looking at how did we get to this point in our society. So I do lots of other work outside the life care center. How do we, how did we get to this point? So that's, that's of um, great influence because if we want to change our culture of life, we have to look at our attitudes towards life. And I believe that everybody knows the term contraceptive mentality, and that's kind of what permeates our, our society right now. The idea that, um, that contraception is the answer, and if contraception doesn't work, you know, abortion kind of thing. So are you, 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 you obviously are aware of Humani Vitae. I think every, all the listeners are. And that really is, um, I think we have to go back to the beginning and look and say, how did we get here? So that's something that I really am passionate about, you know, yeah. because if we don't understand, if we don't look at the breadcrumbs of how did we get to this position in our society, how are we going to fix it? So um, I've been working with natural family planning in our church for a long time. Um, I remember, <laughs> this, is, this is interesting, um, Bishop DeGroot used to be our pastor, and some women, we, we came to him a number of years ago, probably about 10 years ago, and said, Father, we, we see the implications of, of the beauty for natural family planning, what it, what, what it can do for marriages, our marriages, what it can do for our society. And, um, you know, we just want to, you know, bring this to your awareness. And he said, turned and looked at us and said, well, what do you guys want to do about it? And so mm, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't like, I, I thought he was going to fix it. <laughs> but in his wisdom... Um, he, he put it into our lap and said, what do you want to do? Because, um, because a lot of people, um, a lot of people really have never heard of, have never really read Humani Vitae. And because I'm in the position that I'm in, I see the power and the absolute prophetic um, impact. It's absolutely positively right. And, um, I mean, I see this. I know this. I look into the people's eyes, and I see the harm that has come from their sexual relationships. And, and I see that this is not what God's plan is for our sexuality. So, right. so that being said, I, you know, I, we're there to help them at that crisis. But really, um, it's important for us as Catholics, as Christians, to look at how did we get here? Yeah. And um and the thing is is you know this is an area that kind of can be difficult for people because we have um none of us have been perfect in our life and and I always want to encourage people to you know stick with the holy spirit and and you know if there's something that's prompting your conscience you know follow it to confession mm-hmm. and I find when I go to confession that it opens my eyes even more so I can take in more information I can understand it at a deeper level. Yeah. So um that's yeah great... I just um I, I just am so, oh, we've got so much great information out there. We're living in a time when we've, we, we have so much understanding. Um, natural family planning is not the rhythm method. It is not Catholic birth control. It is ever so much more. It's, yes. It connects us to stay in union with God. And, um, and people think, well, how can that affect how can that affect my marriage and my life? And I mean, I, we could have a whole program on that. But when we understand and we live in union with God and we have a benefit to our whole of society, we, we, bring, we raise children that understand the connection between love and sexuality and family. Yeah. And um, so it, it just has positive goods. 
you know, I don't know, but are you? did you watch the Olympics? Are you an Olympic junkie? Yeah, we watched some, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Patrick, I'm, I'm a junkie. I watch the after stories. And I'm so amazed at the, um, what do you want to call the perseverance and the actual hard work these put, people put in. Right. So, you know, it, it's important. So when we look at our, our marriage and our families and our lives, um, putting that effort into our marriage and, and, in, and understanding our sexuality, we're not asking people to do something that's extraordinary. Um, I'm a very ordinary person, and I, if I can understand natural family planning and use it for the betterment of my family and, and spacing my children, it's a really good thing. Yeah. So. You, you know what I hear you saying, Mary, and, and uh, it makes a lot of sense to me, is that uh, really to understand and to, to really fight against the evils of abortion in our time. Uh, it really, well, it needs to happen on all levels. Certainly we need to meet young women and men who are in a position of facing a crisis pregnancy and, and uh, help them to understand really what's what's going on, what's happening there. But it, it goes back even before that, and it, it goes much further back into understanding where we've come as a society, what some of our societal attitudes are, um, and then to help to to counter some of those uh, ways in which we've just, uh, in some ways, even without our, without any kind of particularly intentional teaching, we've just kind of absorbed yeah. that this is yeah. this is how how life is, or this is how it's supposed to be. That contraception mentality that you talk about, and it, and it so permeates our, our kids. When yeah. I do STI testing, I I, I, I love working with teenagers and mm. adults. And um, I used to have a room that was completely devoted to that when I was doing a whole lot more. And I had posters up and, um, you know, STI posters, different things, and anatomy of a woman's body so I could show what happens can happen to your fallopian tubes and, mm. and all these different things. And, you know, I'm just going to say it straight out. I had a poster that said, um, it had a pile of prophylactics or condoms, whatever you want to call them, and it said, too bad they don't make one for your heart. Oh. Every single girl or woman commented on that hmm. it was fascinating it is and i have yeah. to be quite truthful in all these 30 some years of working there i have never had a woman who's actually happy she's had abortion i have worked with more more abortion-minded women and women who've had abortions probably been you know um for so many years and they've never really happy. They they just the best they can come up with is that they're just scared and they just didn't know what to do and and they felt pressured um, and what I see, which is so tragic in this with our, you know, our contraceptive mentality, is you said it's very far-reaching. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of absorbed this in our, um, in our, um, in our world. Right. For example, men have come into this mentality, too, where they'll say, well, it's her choice. Well, mm-hmm. there's a whole lot of difference between um, saying, um, I'll drive you to the abortion clinic and pay for it, then... I am with you through this pregnancy, and I'm going yeah. to stay with you, and we are going to parent this child, and I love you. So, you know, there's a whole lot of difference. And well, it's pretty fascinating too the way you were you were saying that. Uh, well, one of the things, and I and we've talked with other um, nurses and staff and volunteers from uh, from other clinics around town who are providing some similar things. And and without fail, one of the things that you said and they all say is that, you know, women facing a crisis pregnancy are, they, they feel alone. They feel like there's nobody else there. And I love the, the, what you just said, Mary, about the, yeah, even when you're, when your partner, when your um, 
you know, your boyfriend or whoever it might be, basically says it's your choice. He may think he's he's being, you know, all deferential and, and helpful. Yeah. Well, but in, in actuality, what's happening is he's abandoning, I mean, in a absolutely. sense, right? And that's, and that's exactly how women feel. I have, I have witnessed that intimate moment when, um, you know, I'll, do, I'll take the woman back and, and do an intake, you know, privately and find out, you know, are they in a safe relationship? What, what are, what's really pulling at their heart? What, what they feel is going on? I really just want to know what's going on within their heart. I have medical questions that I have to ask, too, um, in order to do an ultrasound. But when a woman, I've watched this look so many times, and when... She, he looks at that ultrasound, and, he, and she looks up at him for affirmation. That's a moment that's powerful. Wow. And when yeah. he looks down, and, and he gives her you know, that affirmation and squeezes her hand, it's like, okay, this is, this is going to be okay. But when he doesn't, and I've seen that so many times, they do feel abandoned. And, and, and you know, I know so many brave women that have, you know, have been single parenting, but that's, that's really hard. But these... Some are the women who've had abortions. I mean, God wants, the, He loves them so dearly and wants their hearts, you know, to be healed. So I see the whole gamut. I have, I have one situation which I want to share with you. Is, sure. This is, uh, you know, a number of years ago, and I had two women back-to-back, both nine weeks, both measuring the same exact amount. One woman had broken up with her boyfriend. And um, so she was looking at this baby. At nine weeks, they're wiggling around a little bit. At ten weeks, they're jumping. But at nine weeks, they're wiggling, and I measure their heart rate. I measure their crown rump length. And she looks at the baby with absolute disgust and absolute disgust. And, and, and I know for a fact I called her back the next week that she did have an abortion. And we were the only people that witnessed that baby's life. And it was over before the baby even got born. But the next woman I had the very next hour was a woman who was nine weeks too, and her husband was there, and he is out of work at the time. And she had tears running down her face because she had had a miscarriage at eight weeks, and she saw her baby in the heart rate. It was a totally, totally, totally different experience. And he bends down and kisses her and wipes her, wipes her tears away. And, and the difference is love. And you're... The difference is love, and that is so critical. This baby, one baby wasn't conceived in a loving relationship, and this one was. So that is just so pivotal and critical. And, you know, and you're never going to have a device, a pill, or a shot, or anything that's going to, you know, create love. So we just really need to um, bring our minds back to God created our sexuality in a beautiful way, and we need to use it in the way that... He wants us to, and out of love. He gives us these rules out of love, not out of, you know, just pure love. Right. He right. doesn't want us to be in difficult situations. But we, we at the Life Care Center stay there and don't leave our women, and we they feel so supported, and I've watched such growth. I've watched couples get married. I've, I've seen couples um, come back to us and, you know, show us their baby, and I've even had people come back years later, and they say, oh, you know, I was really scared back then. I wanted to give you some clothes and some diapers, and thank you so much, because we were there for them at a time when they were really frightened, and um, that's always powerful. But a lot of times, we, I, I, all I do is I take them to prayer, and I pray for their hearts and pray for God, because we can plant seeds, but um, it's God's and the Holy Spirit's job to water them and, 
and um you know, that's how it is in life, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Mary, I'm afraid we've reached the end of our time, but I can say this, that if uh, if the, all the staff there at Lakes Life Care Center in Forest Lake are as, uh, as generous and, and loving and caring as you are, are. Um, then, <laughs> then yes, I can see why so many women and men uh, feel supported by you. So thanks for that. Oh, Just yeah. before before you go, Mary, can you give us the, uh, the way to contact Lakes Life Care Center um, in case anybody wants to know? Sure. Um, we are... Um, um, on, if, you just, if you just put our name, Lakes Life Care Center, in you know in your search engine, whatever you use, um, we're in Forest Lake. Our, our telephone number is 464-4340 with area code 651. But all pregnancy resource centers, so many of them around, are, have people who care. And they, they only can stay open because generous benefactors like your listeners and stuff like that. So we are so grateful for all their help. Wonderful. And um, yeah, so you can find us on the website and stuff. Okay. So you take care and thank you so All right. much. All right. Thank you, Mary. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, Mary. Thanks Have for being day. on the program. God bless Alrighty. you. God bless you too. Bye bye. Yeah. Bye bye. Okay, and I just pulled up their their uh, website is Lakes Life Care Center, all one word, dot org. All right, we're going to take our next break. Art, faith, graphic design, digital media, and evangelization. Can they all work together? And if so, how? Our next guest will offer some insights. Stay with us. Stay with us.